0: Studio 6B on a Friday night. Still home, getting over, being sick, but it's good to be back. We were off last night, obviously not feeling good. Delgado was off last night. I was sick with the fever, but I'll tell you this. Having my seven cells package on hand, oh, geez, man, I'll tell you, it gave me a lot of, uh, I was just ready for whatever. I had the ivermectin ready to go. I had everything ready to go, and, uh... (laughs) I'll tell you, it gave you a lot of peace of mind having it on hand from our friends at sevencells.com. By the way, Scott Sharp will be on Monday night to discuss the business side of Seven Cells. But um, live now, from 6 Feet.
1: Now, uh, now, now Dave, are you walking around with an IV drip? Uh, is there an opening in the back of that uh, blouse that you're wearing or something? Oh, oh, no, situation? there's no, I'm, <laughs> no. No, no, no. Okay. I don't
0: have an IV drip, Rick no i i had my seven cells pack and that's really all i needed so
2: uh hey uh um, hey, rick and rick did you guys hear that uh damon takes uh horse wormer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a, nut. <laughs> what, a hor- <laughs> what a horse pace taker
2: <laughs> yeah horse yeah
1: yeah, yeah right there ins- damon ins- rogan <laughs> yeah well i'll
0: tell you what i feel better today than i did yesterday i can tell you that and uh it was nice having it on hand. Nice knowing that I had it. I mean, my COVID test ended up coming up uh, coming up negative. But if it was, I was I was obviously ready to go. So uh, it felt good to have it. So uh, live from Studio Six B on a Friday. Glad you're in. Rick Delgado's here. Paul's here. Rick Amoradio. It's a big uh, Amirati, This is a big show tonight. This is we've been building all week to this night. Odds makers coming up in the last segment. Are you comfortable? I tried to talk to Amirati before. He's like, Damon, I can't talk to you. I got to get my picks right. <laughs> right. Are you comfortable with where you are?
2: Walking, yes, I am. Wait, wait. i got to add this. I walked into his office. By the way, it's purple, shiny. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> there's a glitter a disco ball in there. <laughs> I see him. He's got an abacus, and he's got. He's like. He looked like Goodwill Hunting, like moving <laughs> stuff around. Like, you're in trouble this week, Big D. I think I saw him doing math, and he wrote the word algorithm. He misspelled it, but he, well, <laughs> he
3: wrote it on a chalkboard. Was, <laughs> I'll give you a little prelude with you laying around at home all week, and it looks like I might be laying it on the home teams. Wow. So we'll see. It's <laughs> a preview. That's, that's a shock. You're going bow.
0: You're gonna lay chalk. I'm. I'm so shocked by that. The yeah, thing. I know. you know. There. I roll. <laughs> me and paul are very surprised by that so uh <laughs> all right well we'll get to the odds makers what even is that coming up tonight as well rick delgado what's that about
1: uh it has to do with masks, mass wearing oh and, and an interesting yeah. article We're... i found
0: okay now did you see that uh we talked about england they're going to get rid of all their uh COVID restrictions now have you seen ireland ireland's jumping on board too they're they're going to lift all COVID restrictions tomorrow, the prime minister uh, announced. So now you're seeing another domino fall. I don't know what year, what even is that on mass, but uh, you're starting to see a couple dominoes fall across the world. I don't suspect it's going to happen here, obviously, but. Um,
2: Do you, wait a sec, then not so fast. You think it's somewhat of a coordinated effort? It's a time to, you know, start to kind of loosen things up Take some of the pressure off the administration that's tanking. The letter D is tanking. Labor is tanking. The masses, the multitude, the voices of the people are fed up with tyranny, fed up with the assault on their children, their liberty. And now they come out just in time. They've got enough. They sold enough of their product. Now the cloak is peeling back. We know it doesn't really work a whole whole lot. Midterms are coming up here. You think this is a coordinated effort, maybe to take the pressure off? Look, we had the solution. We're the ones who saved your life. Trump did all this. He killed so many people. We had to clean up his mess, and here we are now with a savior. They're white, is their knight in shining armor moment right now? Possibly. This is part of a the narrative they'll feed us. Something to think about. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah. I'll tell you, if that was going to happen, Paul, and I don't i don't think it's out of the question, but I, I would have thought we would have seen that shift after the Virginia election of uh, the governor uh, of Virginia election. Youngkin? And all we've done since then is talk about the fact that nothing has got them off their course. They're continuing to double down, triple down, quadruple down on everything. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a fair point to bring up. Is it, it may be the only thing
2: is it po- is it possible to interject that uh, the Yunkin was they got another neocon. They got another Rhino because, you know, this is a guy who was a big player in the Carlisle group, which is a big think tank money machine from uh, the Bushes and, and those, uh, the Cheneys and the Wolfowitzes and all those neocons. Is it possible that they they didn't need to make that push then and there? It might be better to save it for now. That's just try to think out loud. I mean, I'm not trying, I'm just trying to wonder why now, you know, so, you know, so I'm just curious if you guys have an opinion on that. I was thinking about it this morning. Well,
1: I, I I mentioned that I think two weeks ago. I think we were talking yes, about did. it about the narrative change. W- yes, you about did. how they want to come in. Hey, look, we saved the day. Yep, I right? remember, clear as a bell. Um, so is is. Is getting those countries to take those first steps, kind of giving the green lights and, OK, now we're going to see it because we saw it here in New York. We see one school district making a lot of uh, headlines, uh, repealing their mask mandates. Another one that's going through, I guess, a big debate as well. At Locust Valley, I believe. I believe it's so. called, right.
2: And it looks like there's a domino effect happening. And. Yeah. Just curious. Well, you,
0: gotta, you know, you got to remember Nassau County, though, you have you have a pretty conservative Republican now who's running the county. Who is um, has has kind of set the groundwork for school districts and them to do that, even though the the lunatic governor is still out of her mind. But you know, in the other county in on Long Island, New York, you don't have that. So Nassau County is going to, if anything, I'm not surprised to see them lead the way because Bruce Blakeman has kind of laid the groundwork for them to be able to do that.
2: Yeah.
1: But so, that said, the uh, the executive for Suffolk. Is, is, went on record, you know, as soon as Blakeman said what he was going to say, no mass mandates, we're not going to abide by that. Um, all of a sudden, Suffolk County changed their tune. Well, we're not going to enforce. If you want to do it, you can do it, but they're not going to enforce. Does that open up the door for, again, you know, these other school districts to be like, you know what, we've had enough of these parents, you know, barking down our necks. We see the science. We can read it as well. And we know the mass aren't doing anything. Uh, plus now, you, you, like Paul pointed out, uh, the UK and, and and Ireland, and I think Scotland's going to follow. So well, Scotland next. will
2: definitely. I mean, I mean. By well, the way, get the- of Scotland if if you watch the movie Braveheart and you think you're and you're rooting for 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 uh, William Wallace and you are a masked person, you're on the you got to go to the other team. You got to root for the king. You got to yeah. root for the tyranny because you can't root for you can no longer root for liberty and freedom in that movie. If you watch that movie, <laughs> you've lost your privilege.
0: A um, couple other things on this, I, I'm, I don't know if you guys have seen, but today, obviously, they had a federal judge that blocked Biden's federal worker vaccine mandate. This is from our friends over at the National Pulse. Raheem Kassam, is happens to be the write-up I found. U.S. District Judge hasn't the Biden's White House vaccine mandate for federal employees, and yet another rebuke of the Biden presidency and the COVID-related um, lockdowns. The news comes just days after the Supreme Court stayed the, the regime use of the OSHA uh, mandate to coerce millions of Americans to get the decreasingly effective injections. Uh, this is a Trump appointed judge, by the way, which of course, they everybody who's reporting on this is making point to uh, point that out. Judge Jeffrey, Jeffrey Vincent Brown of the Texas Southern District ruled for the plaintiffs in the case Feds for Medical Freedom versus Joseph R. Biden in a January 21st decision. Feds for Medical Freedom disguised itself as a grassroots coalition comprised of thousands of public employees, which formed uh, in opposition to the draconian COVID-19 health mandates. The ruling will enjoin an executive order enacted by President Biden, which stipulated that all federal government contractors, subcontractors, and employers must receive COVID-19 shots. The judge, in his opinion, said... um, The first executive order is already the subject of a nationwide injunction because that injunction protects the plaintiffs from imminent harm. The court declines to enjoin the first order. The second order amounts to a presidential mandate that all federal employees consent to vaccination against COVID-19 or lose their job. Because the president's authority is not that broad, he said, the court will enjoin the second order's enforcement. Because injunctive release is an extraordinary tool to be wielded sparingly, the court should be convinced the plaintiffs face irreparable harm before awarding it, reasons the court, before asserting that the court is so convinced. So just another kind of stake through the heart of this overreach by this administration.
2: Mm. Yeah, which is good to see. Yeah, I mean, we...
1: I mean, you know, they keep saying you got to go to court. You got to go to court. Finally, these things are making it in front of the judges. I don't care who who appoints them. Uh, read what the what is the law? What You know, you make a great point about the, the president's overreach. That's overreach. That qualifies as overreach. It's it's beyond the parameters of what what he has the, the authority to do.
2: Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, speaking of lawsuits, I mean, like, at what point can there be a class action suit with all the people who've died or been injured or had enlarged myocarditis of the heart and been sick. If there's a, I mean, at, at some point can a law, a, a class action suit against these big pharmaceuticals, at least get some headlines, at least bring some attention. Cause I told people, I told somebody the other day, I'm like, I don't just tell something makes sense. You know, I, I've never had the flu. I've, you know, I, I finally got the, 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 the vid and, uh, know this thing's going to get us all, but we, most people get it. They get their immunity, and we've proven them natural immunity is better for it. And I said twenty thousand plus people have died taking the vaccine so far, and they said that's fake news. No, that's not true. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> I, and I pulled up like nine places. They were like, "Well, it's fake news." They just couldn't wrap their head around it. It's like I'm like, "Good luck with that, bro." And, and go, again, in, it's go that, inject your dog. Yeah, Good it's luck.
1: that. It's that whole mindset. That they're they're more embarrassed, or or they don't want to believe that they bought the lie that they
2: believe. You know how many times we mentioned it. Right? Yeah. it's easier to fool someone than convince them they were fooled. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah.
0: But yeah. here here's the other reason, guys. I don't think we're seeing the the same flip here in the states, and we're still not going to see it. Give um, besides the fact that Fauci's a power hungry little criminal, number one. But number two, you're seeing the CDC director out today talking about that they we are going to now finally change our language to. Um, Basically, if you don't have a booster, you're not considered fully vaccinated. <laughs> if you don't have, you know, so you're 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 seeing this big push for N95s now. We're going to spend all this money oh, yeah. uh, sending all these N95s out when all of the schools. data already shows when Wait. the data shows that you know most likely uh, Omicron, which represents about 95 percent of the cases now, have have already peaked. So you're, you're not really seeing the same kind of switch uh, here that you're seeing in some of these other countries.
2: Yeah, no, not yet, but let's hope. Um, but as you said, those N95s, I don't know if you saw it. They want to start issuing them in schools and put them on children. They were never meant for children, for one. And, and you know, so if you put that on your kid, how is that going to affect them? You know, to yeah. me, it's, uh, you can't let your kid wear that. The simple rule for me would be, look, if you're afraid, if you have a heavy case of neurosis, keep it at home. Have your kids Skype in. We'll have a panel where the kids are Skyped in who are afraid. The, the children want to live boldly and bravely, go to school, be a child, be youthful, be fun, be brave, have and just go. But the cowards stay home. Yeah, that's it. You're afraid, stay home.
1: That's best it. best way, you there's quarantine yourself.
2: This is the land, the land of, of this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. Home of the brave and the yeah. land of the free.
0: <laughs> well, Daniel Har- Daniel Horowitz has a piece in The Blaze today. Um, the danger of the momentum behind N ninety five respirators. So if we have time, we'll get to that, friend. Live from studio six B on a Friday night. Glad you're in. Just getting started. Sports news coming up when we get back.
4: The idea that um, the, but um, the nature, not when the political coverage. The, Look, um, some of the political players and some of the, uh, let me ask a rhetorical question. No, I won't. Mean, anyway. Wow. <laughs>
2: Wow! What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the La- music, yeah. Gio, the music. Oh, that was live
1: great. live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice on a Friday night. The music was—it reminded me of the old uh, Incredible Hulk music when he walks away at the end. Oh, God, you know that very sad walk away music. Oh yeah, I my! that that's He's from sad. the RNC. <laughs> Holy cow! That That's was a good awesome edit right
4: there. But well, we do have a crazy
2: town from that presser. Finally, I know you've all been waiting for it. Yeah, right. We have the extended crazy town. This is going to almost be like a greatest hits all in one day, right, G? uh I- I- we'll see all right all right he's not giving nothing away he's like you delgado <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right well uh let, let's uh we, we got news with paul nolan we've got damon at home and uh let's kick it over to slick rick though because he's been waiting he's been chomping at the bit sure to get to sports where can we follow
3: you uh yeah. slick rick? I got, well first of all i gotta follow that thanks all right what? But you, can, you can follow me at Slick Rick Sports, and I'll follow you back, and all good chance I'll get back to you. A lot of people are surprised. They said, oh, you got back to me. A man of your word. I'm a man of my word. So, let's go to the rodeo Friday night. Guys, Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo, uh, January 21st to February 5th at Fort Worth Dickies Arena. That's kicking off this evening, but we don't have any updates on it, but I'm going to have full report on Monday. But we do have the National Western Stock Show and Rodeo, Denver, Colorado. Denver, coliseum steer wrestling second round leaders we have a tie tristan martin and dirk Taverner 3.6 seconds each good score and the average leaders tristan martin 7.8 seconds on the two head team roping second round leaders andrew ward and buddy hawkins the second 4.3 seconds and the uh, average leader on the two head dustin egg and travis graves ten and a half seconds tie down roping second round leader michael otero seven and a half seconds and uh, second place, Ty Harris and Jesse Clifton, 7.9 seconds each. The average on the two-head, Adam Gray and Haven Megan tied, 16.3 seconds each on The two-head, as I said. Um, And let's go to the... we got to get to the Australian Open, guys. Amanda Anisimova upsets defending champion Naomi Osaka in the third round of the Australian Open. This is from Victor Barbosa of Yardbarker. Neither the defending men's nor women's singles champion in the Australian Open will be taking part in round of 16 as 14th ranked Naomi Osaka was upset by 60th ranked Amanda Anisimova in the third round earlier today. 4-6, 6-3, 7-6. Reigning men's single winner Novak Djokovic lost his final appeal to participate in the Grand Slam event despite being unvaccinated against COVID-19 this past Sunday. Anissa Mova, a 20-year-old American, saved two match points in the pivotal third set and capped off the stunning victory with an ace. She registered 46 winners against just 21 for Osaka. Anissa Mova will face the top-ranked women's player in the world, Ashley Barty of Australia in the fourth round. Barty is looking to become the first Australian woman to win her home championship since Christine O'Neill. a That feat back in 1978. And last night, number four, Purdue, loses to in state rival Indiana for the first time in six years by. Adam Stites, Yard Barker. The Indiana Hoosers took down their in-state rivals, the number 4 Purdue Boilermakers in men's basketball for the first time since 2016 with a 68-65 win in the great state of Indiana. We love <laughs> Indiana, boys, too. Indiana, uh, Indiana led by as many as 11 in the first half and maintained the lead for almost all of the second half. Great win for them. Robin Finesse, uh with 18 points left and hit a couple of 3 throws in the final seconds to push that win. And I was getting some folks on guess. Better, saying, who do you like, Slick Rick? I said, the great state of Indiana, Indiana, though. <laughs> All right, boys, that's a wrap. Back to you. All right, Rick. Well, thank you.
1: Hey, did you hear about uh, Osaka, too, when she left? Uh, I guess when she was uh, doing a, a, an interview, a press, presser after she lost her match. <laughs> she said she's gonna go home and uh, take off her. She's gonna get rid of her Twitter account and oh. her Facebook account.
3: <laughs> might be a good move.
1: It's like <laughs> this, this, this girl cannot take any anybody talking to her about you know losing or something like that. Yeah, well she's thin skinned. She yeah, kind of kind of weird. Uh, Paul, with news, what do you got, Mike? So
2: you telling me that girl is a little bit of a brat who's been told how special she whole, her whole life and she has no idea how to handle any kind of constructive criticism. So she'll be an infant for the rest of her life exactly yeah pretty much
1: that's a good way to sum it up
2: (laughs) sounds about right Uh, according (laughs) to the the, the boomer talk in the new generation um i don't know if you guys saw this but a school district near philadelphia apologizes for teacher taping mask to a student's face what yeah taping a mask to a student's face philadelphia area public school district apologized after a photo of a teacher taping a mask to a student's face went viral on social media the image in question was first posted on January seventeenth in a Facebook uh, group uh, called North Penn Stronger Together. Maybe you guys want to give him a follow. It appears uh, to show a teacher applying tape to a mask. Um, on the face of a student who was seated in the corner of a classroom, the alleged uh, photo shows Penfield Middle School co-teacher taping the mask directly to the face, demanding an explanation from from the school district, as well as the Democrats who were reelected in the district's board. Um, the uh, question they they've said in the statement, excuse me, um, this was the from the Penn Stronger together forgive me pro mask or anti mask i hope we can all agree that taping masks to a children's face crosses the line this was not a joke for the child or the parents um so let's uh, let's kind of hope um other and uh, forgive me the district's response was an image taken in our classroom last week circulating on social media does not represent the universal values that the North Penn School District strives to instill in both students and staff. So they apologize. But again, I mean, this, I think this truly speaks to the mass psychosis that we are watching. We are watching the equivalent of witch burning.
3: I think that teacher took masking tape to the wrong, uh, too far. Ridiculous. There you go.
2: He is so good.
3: <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've
2: ever met anybody better with puns than him. Very impressive. Thanks, so, um, and what everyone, else you got? Well, I got this one here. It's real quick because I know we don't have a lot of time. But you know, obviously, we keep talking about it. But there's another. This was an update from um, the uh, U.S. Centers for D- Disease Control uh, and Prevention. People who had previously been infected by COVID nineteen were better protected against the Delta variant than those who were vaccinated alone, suggesting that natural immunity was more potent shield and vaccines against the variant. Um, California and New York health. Uh, officials uh, reported on Wednesday. So we're seeing it from the CDC. We're seeing it from the Center for Disease Control. Even California and New York are starting to om- admit it. You know, I just wanted to touch on this real quick because we, we started on it the other day. We never discussion. It's kind of funny now. We're seeing, you know, the left, we're seeing people kind of admit slightly, reluctantly, mm-hmm. that this has been a big, giant, and this is to be polite. A mistake or miscalculation in judgment I suggest this has all been just a giant part of a follow the money scam and uh, this has all been about a big giant corporate agenda and when you look at the school districts and the teachers union and the amount of money that the teachers union has invested in Pfizer Moderna Johnson and Johnson when you go under the numbers and you look at how much money the teachers union has invested do not tell me that, that that this was not about money the way they have scared the daylight's out of parents and children since jump street.
1: Well, you know, you make a good point and we'll see. You're talking about lawsuits. Well, who 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 can we sue? Big Pharma,
2: right? Well, I mean they they, are. they
1: made 36 billion dollars last year. Not having to do any R and D, not having to invest in any sales, not having to do any of the investments they normally have to do when it comes to doing, uh, you know, putting together a new drug or a new vaccine. Mm -hmm. So,
2: unbelievable. All right. Well, I mean, uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Um, I guess I'm going to close this one out. We don't want Big D doing it. He sounds terrible. (laughs) Stick around. Follow us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's shaking his gigantic head at you now.
0: On a Friday night, Real America's Voice, Dish Network Channel 219, Pluto TV Channel 240, Samsung TV Plus Channel 1029. Glad you're in. Paul Nolan's got the news. Rick Delgado's here. Rick Amarati's got sports. Odds makers coming up in the last segment of the show. We'll make our picks for huge games this weekend in the NFL divisional round playoffs. We'll get to that as we are all square at zero. Going into the big weekend, we'll see what Slick Rick decides to do as far as wager amount. Will he raise the bar? We'll find out. (laughs) Um, Lots to get to. There was an article in Red State entitled Kamala was sent out to smooth over Joe's illegitimate elections mess from his press conference, and it had disastrous results. I want to get to some of those clips. Because believe it or not, she went on NBC, which you would think would maybe be a softball interview, and it ended up being a total disaster. So we'll get to some of that. But let's start with the epic crazy town that G put together (laughs) from this presser. We didn't have time to get to all of it the other day when we covered some of it because we were too busy in the minutia of what this idiot was saying. But um, there was an epic crazy town that came out of it, G. And I know that some others have tried to copy it and come up with their own version of crazy town. But this is right here. This is the one, the crazy town version of the Biden presser, G. Roll it.
4: I think what you're going to see is that Russia will be held accountable if it invades and it depends on what it does it's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having to fight about what to do and not do etc but if they actually do what they're capable of doing with the force amassed on the border it is going to be a disaster for russia if they further and invade ukraine you
5: said that russia would be held accountable if it invades and it depends on what it does it's one thing if it's a minor incursion and we end up having to fight about what to do and what not to do. Are you effectively giving Putin permission to make a small incursion into the country?
4: <laughs> Good question. So <laughs> um, it did sound like, didn't it? Um, oh boy! Those are your words, dummy. Okay, Um Okay. Uh, but I think, as usual, he's going to. <laughs> well, um, I probably shouldn't go any further. But... <laughs> I, what? I, I'm taking too long answering your questions. I apologize. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that <laughs> the, the fundamental question is, how long, I mean, did, uh, rhetorical <laughs> question. I, don't, I know this is fair. <laughs> no, now it's rhetorical. Question. I'm not asking. How do you think that report card looks <laughs> right now? I think report cards look pretty good. <laughs> Part of this well. Is, is I have not been out in the community nearly enough to be able to go out and do the things that I've always been able to do pretty well. Connect with people, let them take a measure of my sincerity. And so the idea that I that that I didn't either anticipate or because I didn't speak to it as fervently. As they want me to earlier. As yes, they want. In the meantime, I was spending a lot of time, spent hours and hours and hours. I mean, oh. literally, like, like you. It's. I'm not complaining. It's. You know, it sounds it's like you're complaining. hours a day. No complaints. I really mean it sincerely. Yeah, right. How, how many more hours am I doing this? I'm happy to stick around. <laughs> so, um, but I think that's that's a problem that is my own making by not communicating. Oh. As much as I should have,
2: so That's a I, um, disaster.
4: <laughs> I understand the frustration. Yep. You know, I remember. Uh, uh, I think Open it was. Uh, I forget which cabinet member saying to Barack Obama, there was <laughs> something was going on. Yeah, the fellow and that said, run, "Well, runs you going yeah. <laughs> Mr. President." Of the millions of employees you have out there, somebody's screwing up right now. Somebody's screwing up. Okay. Whoa 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 hang 20. on guys we've only gone an hour and twenty minutes. I'll keep going. But I'm <laughs> I'm gonna but I'm gonna go. Let me get let me get something straight here. How long are you guys ready to go? You wanna go for another hour or two? Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got rock all night.
4: <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go hey, I tell you what folks. Uh, I'm gonna go another 20 minutes. So a
2: and quarter 17 seconds.
4: Of. Okay? There's By the way, it's a minutes. quarter of, guys, so I'm, so I'm going to do this. Just let's, If you answer me easy questions, I'll give you quick answers. <laughs> You're always asking <laughs> the nicest questions. Uh, none of them make a lot
2: of sense is your to me, shoe, sir. I, <laughs> I can't answer well, that. I wasn't let's try. Fire away. Come a on. new year.
1: Uh, why are you trying so hard in your first year to pull the country so far to the left?
4: <laughs> well, I'm not. I uh, You guys have been trying to convince me that uh, I am uh, um, Bernie Sanders. I'm not. I like him, but I'm not Bernie Sanders. I'm not a socialist. I'm a mainstream Democrat, and I have been. The, um,
2: That's um of what i my
4: um, pop up. Wake up. And some of the... Up. You were
3: asked whether or not you <laughs> believed that we would have free and fair elections in twenty twenty two if some of these state legislatures reformed their voting protocols. Do you think that they would in any way be illegitimate? Oh yeah, I think it me to be
4: be illegitimate. Imagine <laughs> if in fact, Trump has succeeded in convincing Pence to not count the votes. Imagine if. In, in regards to
3: 2022, sir, the midterm oh, 2022.
4: Election. I mean, uh, 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 imagine <laughs> if those uh, attempts to say that uh, the count was not legit. It, I'm not saying it's going to be legit. Go back and read what <laughs> I said and tell me <laughs> if you think angry. I called anyone who voted on the side of the position taken by Bull Connor that they were Bull Connor. And that is an interesting reading of English. You, you, I assume you got in the in the journals theories. because you like to write. Why should
1: folks believe you this time around?
4: Can you think of any other president's done as much in one year? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: I'm
4: serious. Yeah. You guys damaged? talk about how nothing's yeah, done. Damage. I don't think there's been much on any incoming president's plate that's been a bigger menu than the plate I had given to me. I'm not wow. complaining. One of the things like that I want to do, and we're, we're contemplating figuring out how to do, not we are contemplating how to get done. And that is how <laughs> do we move in a direction where the world itself is vaccinated? It's not enough just to vaccinate 340 million, fully vaccinate 340 million people in the United States. That's not enough. You know, every Every president, not necessarily in the first 12 months, but every president the first couple years, most every president, excuse me, the last presidents, at least four of them, have had polling numbers that are 44% favorable. So it's this idea that, but you all, not you all, but now it is, well, Biden's it, one poll showed him at 33%. The average is 44, 45%. One poll him at 49%. I mean, the idea that
2: um, he's lost.
4: I had a couple. <laughs> I should, did West everything get right? Overload. And by the way, the idea whether we, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a, a glitching <laughs> robot
2: poll on Westworld. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My Politico Morning Consult found forty-nine percent of registered voters disagreeing with the statement joe biden is mentally fit not even a majority of democrats who responded uh strongly affirmed that statement
4: well let you all make the judgment whether they're correct why do you suppose such large segments of the american electorate
1: have come to harbor such profound concerns about
4: your cognitive fitness thank you i have no idea (laughs) <laughs>
2: exactly <laughs> oh what a great finish Ooh. Oh, what a great finish my job geo <laughs> that is great that point won-
0: i wonder how it's possible that they could be uh questioning your physical and mental fitness <laughs> we no. just gave him eight minutes why <laughs> you notice just- in there i didn't pick up on this before though you notice when he says it's not enough for just all of a sudden, here's another goalpost move, getting back to our point before Paul, about why we're not seeing like in Ireland and in England. You, did you hear what he said there? It's not enough to just vaccinate three hundred and thirty. So now all of a sudden, the goalposts are going to be moved well. Oh, well, yeah, just Good the point. United States may not be enough here for us to we we need to start worrying about everybody else in the world and make sure we're all exactly in the same place before we start letting up on or, these restrictions.
2: or it means just getting vaccinated is not enough. Everyone must get boosted every four months. Keep your Excelsior Pass up and running. Yeah. And then you can live in society.
1: Until that can. four
2: months is up. Right.
1: Right. He said he wanted to uh, vaccinate the, the world itself. So I just love the idea of like Joe Biden like, putting a vaccine into the ground to try to vaccinate the earth. <laughs> yeah, he's turning into a Coca-Cola commercial from the 70s. Uh, yeah, that's
2: what I just started thinking about it and saying yeah. it. I mean, the, what, a, um, what a character!
0: I mean, it's 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 really it's really unbelievable. But the um, <laughs> the the idea that um, they're going to move the goalposts to somehow, Paul, what's the the you sent me the article? Speaking of other things, they're going to move the goalposts on, and might not more than just requiring vaccines. How about the um, the biometrics thing you sent me from the IRS?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to do that story in a little bit. The IRS says that they want they they want um, you to put in a facial ID, and it's got to be a video facial ID so they can get a full biometric scan if you're going to get your uh, refund back. Pretty insane when you think about that one. Talk about Big Brother has you know just can't get enough, yeah. just can't get enough power and control. This is this is a frightening one.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be things like that. Besides the, the 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 vaccine passes and things like that, to continue the tyranny, to continue this, um, to continue this going on. I mean, because the the idea that we're going to get in this country to some of the places, if if you go on the some of these COVID websites that have all the numbers broken down to the second, to the day, and you look at cases, you look at hospitalizations, you look at the R factor, the line underneath. I mean, it it is clear that as far as Omicron goes, we have most likely, if not right now, maybe in the next two weeks are gonna really peak out as far as cases go. Omicron represents 95% of the cases in the United States. Everything shows that we, we are just about to make that curve down where England already has and other places already have. Australia already has, although I don't suspect you're gonna see any difference there either. But um yes. but you're 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 not seeing you're not seeing the you're not seeing the verbiage coming from these from these um, tyrannical leaders of ours, unelected bureaucrats, match up with what the data is is showing, and and why start now? They haven't done that through the whole thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, speaking of Australia, we have a clip of an Australian cafe owner, little woman, being completely abused by the police, and you know citizens are trying to. Def- they're trying to defend her and um, you know it's uh, oh here we have it as the b-roll this is a little lady owns a cafe and uh, she's just being fully abused completely look at that truck wow
1: is that like a like, like uh, an little... animal control truck
2: it's an animal yeah. co- looks like exactly like that yeah and uh, you mm-hmm. gotta hear the citizens they're saying things like how could you do this I think one of them threw an insult and the cop turned the guy you could see the camera back up a little like
0: yeah, there was a scene outside yeah, we got, of a restaurant so we, have, uh, we have to
2: get out here So, look, stick around, follow us at uh, On Getter, LFS6B Stick around, we're going to come back We're going to show you that video We have a lot of other videos We have some more news, more sports We have the handicapping segment And we have a What Even Is That? Which we all know is the best part of this show for hanging with us. Thanks for coming back from the break with us. And New we are live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice on Dish Network, Channel 219, Pluto TV 240. Remember, catch us on Getter primarily. We're going to really push Getter live at LFS 6B. We have our man Rick Delgado. Is it Rick? Uh, I'm sorry. Um, at ugly American at Radio. Ugly American Radio. My or apologies. Ugly
1: American Rick on Getter. You can follow me there. I think I'm over 16. Uh,
2: Sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And uh, Slick Rick. Who's got Actually, the most. Slick Rick sports. sports. Yep. And uh, so, uh, guys, look, I, uh, before we get back into that, uh, I just want to touch base. Like, when, when when you see these things happening in what's really a free nation like Australia, you know, a nation that was born, you know, here, just go here. You're the worst people. Right? They right. love their liberty there. And to see what's happening there, if you don't, it's happening in Canada. You don't think you can come here if you don't get out at your local level and support politicians who support liberty at the lowest levels. You're you making a severe mistake. We must stop this at the local level. Uh, Gee, can you pick this up? This little lady from um, the cafe being arrested by the Gestapo? You, to you? You, you, to do so? you cannot arrest her. You, you I to come up? Are are you arresting yep. her? She's the owner uh, of the uh, yeah, cafe. What's she,
3: she,
1: oh, her, her, her excuse? She was in the I'm happy
3: to show you my
2: information. She's willing to show her ID, but not a Vax card. She won't show her papers. What are you pulling that back out of Leave her Leave her alone. Leave her
5: alone.
7: Leave her alone. I
6: hope you guys are happy with yourselves.
7: You want to know
2: what Nazis look like? That is disgusting. I'm yeah. soft You pay my tax. You
7: pay yeah. my wages.
4: Of
2: course I'm happy
4: to provide a I'm happy
7: to provide
1: this
3: is what, why is, is she Virginia. under arrest? Why is she under arrest? You cannot arrest her.
1: You can't arrest me.
2: You have been arrested.
3: This
1: is ridiculous.
3: What a f- country we live
1: in now. Yeah,
4: we are. We are in f- that.
1: It looks like an animal little control little. vehicle. Sorry. Sorry, we're
4: what? You that, missed that's it. The, that is so How could you do
3: that to that lady? Sort of how could you do that to that right? lady?
0: Oh. That's amazing. I'll tell you, that is amazing.
3: Where were you guys when we got
2: broken into four times? I wish, it, wish there was that many people come when When their cafe was robbed. Yeah. When yeah.
1: real criminals were around. Oh,
4: no, you, guys.
2: <laughs> you know the video we showed of the little girl Disgusting. being from the Museum of National so History? Mm-hmm, the Cops in New York City pulling the kid out with and arresting the mom and the kid. You know, o- only two blocks away someone was being beat to death and no cops showed up for a for a mugging that led to a death. Is that not think some about higher, how scary that is?
0: Some higher power is gonna judge these people, I'm telling you, because it is harder and harder and harder to root uh, I mean, we salute the police officers on this show every single night. And I said this before it when it comes so to New York, when it comes to New York City. But it is getting harder and harder and harder to root for them, knowingly that they are not upholding their oath. There's nothing in their oath uh, that says they should be doing that. They know that these are unconstitutional orders, and um, when you see that, I tell you, it, it's it's hard to have these feelings of watching police officers and thinking, you know you're going to get what's coming to you for doing it because someone higher, a higher power is going to judge you for what you're doing because that, that is just disgusting.
2: Yeah, it's exactly it. You know, this is, you know, when I see the anarchist in me talking about, you know, these power tripping robots, when you see bad cop, look, I come from a cop family and I'll tell my, I wanted to be a cop so bad as a kid. My dad said, no, don't put a glass ceiling on yourself i get this was back in the early eighties. I get paid minimum wage to get shot at, spit on, kicked at, cussed at, sworn at, and it's not worth it and on top of that, there's too many guys who power trip it's just move on right and and you know and i I really do feel like I would have been a just guy, and I know I would have held up the Constitution, but you see this and it's just it's just disgusting that, that that these guys will follow these, these ridiculous rules that all they do is make the community hate the police and the police is supposed to be revered and respected. It's very frustrating indeed. Um,
1: And you know what? Maybe it has something to do with the politicians who have over the last few years have been kind of culling the herd. Getting getting rid of the people that Without they know they can't control.
3: Without a doubt. Let's get over to sports, right? Uh slick rick, sorry to chop into your time there. No worries, Paul. Big one, big D. Good one tomorrow night. MMA, mixed martial arts, UFC, uh highly anticipated battle from Anaheim, California. Francis Ngannou weighed in at two hundred and fifty-seven pounds, and Cyril Ghan was two hundred and forty-seven pounds Friday Friday morning, earlier this morning. Morning, the two giants will compete to unify the UFC heavyweight title Saturday night in the Honda Center in Anaheim, California. That should be a really, really good fight. Engano has uh, uh, tied for number four on his pound-for-pound top MMA list at heavyweight. ESPN has Engano at number one and gone at number two. So big, big showdown tomorrow night, pay-per-view event, and uh, you're going to want to check that out for sure. And uh, we lost yeah, I, don't it. The, uh, I don't
0: know what the I don't know what the over under is for rounds that that fight goes. But Somebody's
3: killing someone.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can't I can't see that. Two and fight. a half. No, two and I, a half. I'll take, I'll, I'll take, under. I'll Fred, take don't under. both of
2: those guys throw haymaking bombs. I mean, somebody connects they they yeah. don't break their they own hand. The foot. They used uh, to be.
0: Yeah, they used to be training partners, and uh, yes. they both throw bombs. And there's a lot of bad blood between them. I have a hard time seeing that fight going more
2: than two and a half. Yeah. You want to hear something? I'll make you a bet, Dave, <laughs> that after they kill each other, <laughs> they're going to go back to being good buddies.
3: Could be. Because you
2: know how it is. As a kid, fighting solved everything.
3: It's right. It's like Rocky and Apollo Creed, right? They were buddies in the end. But uh, I, I'm going to take Engano tomorrow night. I just think he's oh, too powerful. He's it? the best there is. And, hey,
2: are uh, you
1: throwing money at Damon on that one? Nah, Maybe we got too much that? at ooh, stake ooh, coming up ooh, later there. Ooh, come, come on. With that. I'm going
3: with Engano. <laughs> You like- I'll take I'll take I'll take gone, no problem. <laughs> <You'll> take him? <them? laughs> there it is. Yep. All right. I'll take all right, I'll take Engano for <laughs> a thousand. Put yeah, that on the you list, got G. It. Add that to, to add, add that to my tab later on. And, uh, hey, we lost a good one last night. Uh, Meatloaf uh, passed away. The great Meatloaf, one of the great singers of the 70s. Love him. And uh, there's a little story relating to sports. Meatloaf explaining Phil Rizzuto's role in Paradise by the Dashboard Light. You guys were probably too young to remember that Are one. Are you kidding but, me? But uh, that, that, that song resurfaced, resurfaced uh, following his death. Meatloaf uh, died on yesterday at the age of 74. But Meatloaf's retelling of how he got Phil Rizzuto, the legendary New York Yankees player and that to work with him on Paradise by the Dashboard Light resurfaced today following the singer's death. This is uh, Ryan Gatos uh, from Fox News. Meatloaf appeared on the Rich Eisen show in September of 2016 uh, and talked about his relationship with the Hall of Famer. He told Eisen uh, that Art Shamsky who was an outfielder for the New York Yankees and Mets, uh, New York Mets actually, was Rizzuto's agent at the time when he was thinking about bringing Rizzuto on. We told Phil exactly what he was going to do and what the song was Meatloaf said. We told him about the whole album and he asked the question, do people have to get high to listen to the record and (laughs) Rizzuto was told it was probably better if people didn't get high when listening to the album Milov said he uh, um, and his team spent the summer picking Rizzuto's words everybody remembers the famous holy cow from the great Yankees uh, broadcaster for many many years holy he didn't bring the enthusiasm they were looking for. So what Meatloaf did is they had that pizza earlier. He put pizza around the boxes around the studio, and he started sliding into the different pizza boxes like they were bases. And Rizzuto didn't understand what he was really getting at. But he did understand the sexual innuendos with second base and, well, you know, the rest. But anyway, I just wanted to talk about that and uh, say what a great story it was. I want to remember Meatloaf Again, one of my old time favorites. What a favorites. great story. I didn't Two know that. Two out of that. three yeah. is a band. Fantastic story. Yeah. and uh, Willie
1: yeah. Anderson, too.
0: Yeah. Louie Anderson, we
1: must remember, he passed away today too, I believe. Yeah, and he was involved in eating all the pizza that were in those pizza boxes. <laughs>
2: well, listen, Meatloaf was, you know, he was uh, like a donut away from four spins, but uh, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people on the left are making fun of Meatloaf right now because he was not—he was a tr- pro-Trump guy, didn't want to get vaxxed. but he had all kinds of health issues for ten years from his wow. obesity and. You know in his heart so um you know well, listen just let's take a high road when bob saget went down i heard people on the right or you know anti-vaxxers saying things please let's just be civil and not lower to the left's level so all right well stick said. with us we're we'll back for the top of the hour And what even is that
3: let's well see
5: Video 6B on a Friday night. Glad you're in. All, uh,
0: Nolan's got some news. Rick Amorati's going to have sports. We'll do the odds makers coming up at the end of the show. We'll get to Rick Delgado. What even is that here in a second? Gio Fran holding it down. As always, Fran's back. Welcome back, by the way, Fran. I didn't say that in the first hour. Thank
2: you. Um, yes, wait, it's of- so good to have Fran back. We have an IQ yes. over 12 in here. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a man of many yes. words. you could tell.
3: Yes.
0: Yep. <laughs> Lots to get to an hour or two. Um, we were just speaking about Scotland. And um, there's some new data out of Scotland that Daniel Horowitz says uh, should be very concerning. We'll get to that. We'll get to Kamala Harris going on NBC to try to cover up for, um, well, for good old Joe. And what a disaster that ended up being. And uh, we'll get to a couple other stories if we have time. Indiana, like New Hampshire, and our own Heather Mullins has been covering this in New Hampshire. Indiana now considering approving ivermectin to treat COVID-19 over-the-counter availability. So we'll look into that as well. So lots to get to here in hour two. But uh, right now, it's time for one of my new favorite segments here on the show. And that, of course, is Rick Delgado with What Even Is That?
1: All right, well, thank you, uh, Slightly Feverish Damon. I appreciate it. And, uh, well, it seems like the crazy train of liberal lunacy has made another spectacular (laughs) crashing arrival into bizarro world. I mean, how else does anybody explain this headline? Read it. Face masks make people look more attractive, a new study finds. Seriously, what even is that? I guess much like the way they try to convince us that, you know, those 2020 riots with burning buildings, raging violence, and a few murders thrown in for good measure were mostly peaceful. Or how they continue to try and convince us that, well... That's why
4: 81 million Americans (laughs) voted for me.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they did, mashed potato-headed buffoon. Uh, But now the the, uh, dishonest fake news media is out there with another whopper. And again, looking at this headline, I mean about the face diaper, about how they've been lying to us about when it comes to viruses, it's effectiveness and it's safety properties. Well, it's actually the latest cosmetic tool that you can use right at home to make yourself hotter. Yeah. From the piece, the article says there have been precious few positives during the COVID pandemic, but British academics have unearthed one. Woo! Can't wait to find out what it is. People look more attractive in protective masks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Researchers from Cardiff University were surprised to find that both men and women were judged to look better with a face covering obscuring the lower half of their face. Sorry, but don't mean to poop on your proverbial balloon of bulls... St- but <laughs> what this study is really telling most people is that, well, you know,
7: you, you ain't got no alibi. You ugly, you ugly. You ugly. You ugly. You mama say-
1: yeah, because uh, I-, I believe as a kid we all learned that beauty is only skin deep. Right, kid? My teacher tells me real beauty is on the inside. That's
3: just something ugly people say.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and- <laughs> Now, more from the article, it says here that the participants uh, said that wearing a cloth, ma- cloth mask were significantly more attractive than the ones without a mask or, or who had their faces only partially obscured. Uh, but with a surgical mask, which was the normal disposable kind, made the wearer look even better. Oh. Yeah, so now forget about that whole industry of makeup, cosmetic surgery, and Botox injections. Now all you need to transform yourself into something hot and attractive is this. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that kind of reminds me of going to Let's Make a Deal and saying, you know all those great prizes like the brand new car, boat and cash? That looks really great, but I'd really love what's hidden behind door number three. And when you open that door, what are you left with? Well, let's see. A year supply of rice aroni, some freaking turtle wax, and a copy of the home game that you won. woo <laughs> Boy, doesn't that look like a lot of fun. That's what I want to go home with. A copy of our home game. Now, When it comes to it, let's face it, uh, I'm going to say no thanks. I mean, some surprises are great when you get something cool for your birthday you weren't expecting. But there is a reason we shouldn't be masked. And it's simple. Because we are visual creatures. But now they want this to be replaced by this. Are you seeing a trend here yet? They're trying to convince us, as they've been trying to convince us for the last couple years, that a mask makes you better looking, makes you more attractive. But what are they really after? The answer is obvious. Control. Get us to keep wearing masks. Keep us compliant. Oh, and also give their shock troops. Well, you know, a, a little bit of cover as well. And they yeah. figured out the best way to do it is to make it seem cool, make it seem like, hey, you too could look like a model just wear this. And they're using something that we've all known—it's the old tried and true "you can catch more flies with honey than with vinegar" mentality. Because let's face it, nobody likes vinegar. Uh, and now I understand that some people might want to direct some attention away from other shortcomings, you know, that they might have. But to think that they're telling men and women who refuse to wear a mask that there are a lot of them uh that the masks actually make you better looking and you should cover up that George the animal steel face <laughs> with a mask and, and the women will think wow you look like George Clooney now look the bottom line is this it's all about breaking you down psychologically just read the study before the pandemic masks were associated with disease but now since they're a fashion decoration you have people who are conditioned to believe that masks actually make you look more attractive since they got rid of that at disease association. And now they can push it as normal and acceptable uh, as well. Only ugly people show their faces. Don't you know that? And we're such a stupid and, and vain society that no one wants to be thought of as ugly. Well, I say take off your mask. Keep off your mask. Uh, of course, unless you look like her. <laughs> then I would suggest a paper bag. Triple Damon, mask. Back oh, you. that was great. <laughs> Plastic bag.
2: <laughs> well done again, dude. That was great. Thank you.
0: I want a quadruple mask for her.
2: <laughs> Did you guys see the uh, viral video of the guy on the plane who put five masks on himself? No. So yeah. video. I don't know if it was a gag. I don't know. No.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I saw it. I saw that. I also saw one today of a girl who went and got in her car because she was in a Costco and, and somebody actually had the nerve to take the mask off and actually cough. And she got in her car irate and said, I don't know what to do unless I move out of the country. I don't know how to even be around people anymore. No, this is the level of craziness we're at.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. psychologically, it's, yep. it's ruining people. There are kids afraid to go to school if they see one of their classmates en masse now.
2: It's, uh, it, look, it's just, it, we are all part of the greatest experiment on so many levels, uh, between the social media hypnosis, between, you know, the, the actual, you know, jab itself and what it does long-term you know the compliance of the lemmings it is truly it is truly a one for the but we'll look back in history and uh 100 years from now and they will look at us as the greatest generation (laughs) of cowards ever it's gonna be said
0: you know Speaking of Madame Tussaud, there, since uh, she, she deserves a quadruple mass there at the end of his, what even is that? It reminds me of the, uh, we have a WTF video of the day from yesterday that we obviously didn't get to. This might go down as, um, well, you judge for yourself, roll i G.
5: I'm crazy. <laughs> Here's the thing, I say to my members, on a regular basis, when we gather in caucus, and as you know, sometimes it's hybrid these days, but anytime we have gathered in caucus one way, actually virtually or hybrid, I've said to them, under this roof, figuratively or actually, <laughs> is the greatest collection of intellect, integrity, and imagination for doing the right thing for the American people. I have great confidence in the integrity of my members. Integrity. They uh, <laughs> are remarkable. <laughs> so when people talk about, well, somebody might do this and somebody, I, I, I think I, I trust our members. If in fact we should have severe uh, penalties for delay in reporting on stock, then do that. I've said to the. The House Administration Committee Review all the bills that are coming in And see which ones uh, where, where the support is In our caucus uh, I think there are two letters each has like 14 members signing it So far maybe more will come But that's what we have seen But I do I do come down always in favor Of trusting our members <laughs> Is that bizarre world? <laughs> no. It's upside down world
0: if when you think of Pelosi and her caucus, you think of integrity and intelligence. Raise your hand, everybody who
1: thinks that. Well, well integrity. If, if you're talking about figuratively,
2: actually, <laughs> figuratively, actually, um, <laughs> no, or actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe creative when it comes to figuring out new ways to screw the people. Very creative in that method, but other than yeah. that, not very. You know, not very uh, much. In, yeah. Not a great deal of integrity there.
0: Um. A right, couple things to get to here. Red state. So Kamala Harris was sent out yesterday to try to cover for Dummies press conference, and uh, she went on NBC, and probably because she thought she'd go there, and it was obviously she'd get softballs, and then it would go no problem. She could cover up uh, for whatever they tried to cover up for. Like Saki had to put out a press release after he was done clean up on you know aisle at sixteen hundred deal. And so they sent Kamala out the next morning remembering that she's dumber than he is and that um, she went on NBC. And, well, let's just say it didn't go too well. Cut 6G, we'll start there. Roll it
6: the president was pretty clear russia will be held accountable if it invades and it depends on what it does it's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having to fight about what to do and what not to do did the president essentially give the green light to vladimir putin to take a piece of ukraine to take a bite out of ukraine
7: so savannah first of all i will tell you that i every morning, start my morning in my day, reading the presidential daily brief, the PDB, which contains classified information about threats to our national security and hotspots around the world. I am often in the situation room with the leaders of our military and our intelligence community, and of course the president of the United States. And on the subject of Ukraine, I will tell you that the president has been very clear and we as the United States are very clear. If Putin takes aggressive action we are prepared to levy serious and severe costs, period. And I will tell you that part of the the posture that we have taken is grounded in the respect and the value we place in sovereignty and territorial integrity. Not and in particular, in this case, I'm sorry the sovereignty and territorial yeah. integrity of Ukraine. Of course. And so I'm sorry to interrupt, clear, but it is, had,
6: it is less than clear because 30 minutes after the news conference, the White House press secretary had to actually clarify the president's remarks. Savannah, I'm
7: being clear with you right now. Yes, okay. And, and, and so if you're interested, I'll continue to be clear, which is that <laughs> we, we have had direct conversations through various levels of diplomacy, with Putin, with Russia, and most importantly, with our allies and partners, including our NATO allies and partners. We are clear and have been clear for quite some time that our first approach and priority and and, and preference is that these issues could be resolved diplomatically.
0: So, G, just hold it there. even (laughs) Even if we are to take her as being truthful, that they're clear, they're on the same page, it's they get together, she, she hears the president every day, she knows what he meant. He came out in the press conference and said very clearly, well, if it's a minor incursion we have to fight about, well, we'll have to see.
4: Also, so, when he got asked about it, he said it did sound like that,
2: didn't it? Yeah, we gotta go back to that yeah. clip after we finish this on the other side.
0: I like the six on a Friday night. We'll do some more about Kamala Harris. We'll get some other things. We get back. Hey, folks, John Solomon here. Join me on Tuesday night, January 25th at 6
4: p.m. Why? Because we've got a special report coming. How State Legislation Exempts Election Integrity. We have an incredible all-star panel of guests, Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia, Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee, among the many names joining us. Be here Tuesday night, January 25th at 6 p.m. for an incredible special.
1: live from studio 6b on real america's voice it is a friday night winding towards the weekend we appreciate you uh spending your friday night with us of course damon is on the show tonight he's just uh doing it from home right day that's it hanging out at home hopefully you got pants on we don't want to end up like a (laughs) cnn situation or msnbc uh which no 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 pants no pants <laughs> We've got, uh, news with, uh, <laughs> we got news with Paul Nolan. We got news of Paul Nolan coming up. Well, first, let's throw it over to uh, Slick Rick and find out what's going on with sports. Rick, what do you got for us, my hey, friend? Hey, Big
3: D, thanks for coming in today. <laughs> there we go. Hey, another big, another shot across the bow, Dave. Big weekend in Fort Worth, Texas. Big D, come on, let's get to it, man. We got the Dickies <laughs> Arena earlier this week. We had extreme bulls bull riding and uh, the big one, the good old cowboy Stetson Delright, one of the better. Rodeo, and he's a Cow- arena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ninety points on Rafter G's rodeo. Uh, Johnny Thunder picked up sixty-six hundred bucks, and of course he won the two head as well with uh, one hundred and seventy-eight and a half points. So Stetson Delright, the number one PRCA—that's Pro Rodeo Cowboy Association—cowboy. Uh, and NFL files to dismiss John Gruden lawsuit. This is uh, Larry Brown Sports. Steve Delvecchio by way of uh, y- Yard Barker. John Gruden filed a lawsuit. Lawsuit against the NFL back in November, alleging the league intentionally leaked his private emails in order to ruin his career. The NFL immediately responded by denying the allegations, and the league has now backed up that denial with a court filing. The NFL filed a motion to dismiss Gruden's lawsuit in Nevada earlier this week, according to Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic. In the filing, the league's attorneys argue that Gruden sent offensive emails to at least five other recipients besides former Washington team football team executive. Bruce Allen. Gruden sent a variety of similarly abhorrent emails to a half dozen recipients over a seven year period in which he denounced the emergence of women as referees and frequently used homophobic and sexist slurs to refer to Commissioner Goodell. Then Vice President Joseph Biden, a gay professional football player drafted in 2014 and others. I'm not saying Joe Biden was, but there was a gay professional football player in 2014, the NFL attorneys wrote in the filing. The emails that led to Gruden's resignation leaked as a part of investigation into the workplace misconduct with the Washington football team which we of course reported on of course this suit is going to carry on but the NFL is looking to uh, dismiss this more than 650,000 emails were reviewed as part of the WFT Washington football team investigation but the NFL has reportedly alleged Gruden's were the only damaging ones which I don't know if we believe that for one minute guys so that's that's a scoop on that um, and last but not least, robot umpires at home plate moving up to AAA for 2022, one step away from Major League Baseball. I think they need robots for these NFL referees, to be honest with you, but that's a Sour Grapes fan from last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> robot, not <laughs> in New York, robot umpires, have been, when I need them? Yeah, robot umpires have been given a promotion and will be just one step from the Major Leagues this season. Major League Baseball is expanding its automated strike zone experiment to AAA, the highest level of the minor leagues. The MLB's website posted a hiring notice seeking seasonal employees to operate the automated ball strike system. It might be a good job. Uh, and Major League Baseball said it's recruiting employees to operate systems for Albuquerque, Charlotte Knights, po- uh, the El Paso Chihuahuas, Rick, that's some name, and uh, anyway, and also the Tacoma Rainiers. Uh, and Major League Baseball said the robot umpires will be used at some point in the spring, but they could be coming to Major League Baseball soon. So again, I wouldn't mind robots th- throwing NFL flags and maybe Properly spotting a ball before oh my, my Dallas God, Cowboys let it get go. for the year, and anyway, a that's second. a wrap in sports. Hold on
2: now, <laughs> that was the right call. You're not allowed to hand the ball to your center. You must get, give it to the ref first. If the ref has to down it, if you do not give it to the ref to down it, it's on you. That's right. bad.
3: Uh, Absolutely, IQ. Yeah. but the ref, the ref not only downed it, he had to marinate it, massage it, spin it around oh, a little no, bit, no, and he no, ran from no. forty yards away.
2: That. That's baloney. Dude. That ref that is that was blazing through it. Even ran into a lineman to help your team. Yeah, you should he, be thanking the guy. He, he was blazing after
1: taking about five seconds to coach. even
3: make his first step.
1: Dude, you should you should it's be stupid. yelling at Dak Prescott but, for for running too far and, and not giving himself enough time. That's poor clock management.
2: Yes, Dude, That is. was such low IQ football. Blame your quarterback. Blame your coaching staff for not having him prepared. Ref did the job right. Don't listen to him. It's propaganda, fake news,
3: fake news, fake news. Well, I'll have my picks later. I'll show you some news.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd love to come to your defense here, Rick. A, but uh, you know, I know you
3: <laughs> Mike McCarthy, your favorite coach. Yeah, yeah, but it he's have mattered if
0: they just played better for the rest of the game, right? Yes, oh, that's a good point. That's a good. They point. got yeah. punched
3: in the mouth and
1: curled up. Yep. Yeah, for the first three quarters.
2: All right, let's go do some news. Well, this is charming. <laughs> uh, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky on Friday announced the definition of fully vaccinated is being changed to include COVID booster shot. Oh. She was quoted as saying. And what we are really working on to do is pivot the language to make sure that everybody is up to date with COVID-19 vaccines and they personally could be based on when they got their last vaccine. So importantly, right now we are pivoting our language. We really want to make sure people are up to date. That means if you recently got your second dose, you're not eligible for your booster. You're up to date. If you are eligible for a booster and you haven't gotten it, you're not up to date, she yelled. And you need to get your booster in order to be up to date. So, um,
1: and what happens if you decline the booster and you're not up to date? Yeah, you're what sh- happens?
2: shunned from society. Oh. Yeah, your uh, COVID pass isn't isn't going to work. Do so. they
1: call the animal control trucks to come and get you?
2: Yeah, right, right. It might as well be that at this point. Huh. Yeah, off to the gulag. So, I don't know if you guys uh, want me to do AJ, more news right up. now. You'll go back to those clips.
0: Gee, let's play the Babylon B thing, because I think that's kind of cute. I think the guys will get a, get a hook on it. We only have 3.15.
2: Hat. That's a 3.19 clip. Do you want to do it now or save it for later?
0: No, like save it for later. Let's do more news.
2: No, okay. Well, I mean, do you want... I, thought, I would love to see the end of that Kamala, how crazy she is. Are you okay with us going to that? And then the Biden's response to it, tell you how out of sync these two goofballs are. Do we have time for that, Gee?
0: Well, go back to cut 4G. Let's remind everybody what Biden exactly said in the press conferences. Roll that.
4: I think what you're going to see is that it, Russia will be held accountable if it invades. And it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion, and then we end up having to fight about what to do and not do, etc. But if they actually okay, stop, do stop, stop, what they're stop, stop. capable.
0: Stop. That's enough. That's enough right there. Does that wow. sound like someone who just was flying off to, like, did that just happen to come to him right there? Like that just was something that spur of the moment. He just figured I'll just say. Or does that sound like someone speak like like that? That's what he actually believed at the time. Right. Yeah. That what doesn't light. sound like someone's in the in the in the Situation Room, making sure he goes through the Presidential Daily Briefing every day with his Vice President and all of his generals, and and he knows exactly what the plan is. Oh, what, what he just comes in and just makes it up. So she follows up. Go ahead. Let's
5: are you saying that a minor incursion by Russia into Ukrainian territory would not lead to the sanctions that you have threatened, or are you effectively giving Putin permission to make a small incursion into the country?
4: <laughs> Good question. Um, what was he laughing that's
2: at? How it did sound like didn't it? That's yeah, exactly what right. it sounded like. It's your words. He laughs first. He just it, admits it. It
0: did sound like that, didn't it?
2: And now, come oh, no, on, right? yes, how about the and, and then Kamala acts like she, they're on the same page, they're bestest buddies, they're like peas in a pod.
0: Yeah, listen, let me be truthful with you now here. Let me tell you the truth now. We're, we, we're very, very clear, she says. So let's see the rest of this, G, go
7: ahead. And continue to be clear that yeah. if Russia takes aggressive action, it will be met with
6: severe costs. is aggressive action just to be let's be clear because yes, there are 100,000 Russian troops amassed at the border with Ukraine and people Mm -hmm. there are hanging on the president's (laughs) every word. Is there any amount of land that Russia could take that the president would allow turn a blind eye to not issue those quote severe sanctions he's been threatening for that massive full scale invasion.
7: Our interpretation of any country, in this case Russia and Vladimir Putin. The answer is no. D- denying or violating the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Ukraine will be interpreted as aggressive action and it will be met with a cost, a severe cost, period.
0: That's not like even an answer to that. What, why can't you just say no? Is there any amount of land you can. No, the answer is no.
2: The, right, no. She's charming and lovable, huh?
4: And if there are American forces, if there's American citizens left, we're gonna stay till we get them all out. Most of the price increases we've seen are were expected and, and expected to
0: be temporary labor department reports consumer prices jumped seven percent from december of 2020 to december
4: of last year the biggest increase in nearly four decades it happens every single solitary year there is a significant increase in the number of people coming to the border in the winter months.
5: New Border Patrol numbers show more than 1.7 million migrant encounters in fiscal year 2021, a record number.
4: Ending the filibuster is a very dangerous thing to do because it's been used by progressives the whole our whole time. Today, I'm making it clear, protect our democracy. I support changing the Senate rules. Whichever way they need to be changed to prevent a minority of senators from blocking action on voting rights.
1: from studio 6b on real america's voice on a friday night we appreciate you joining us and uh you know if you continue going to the store like we all have to do every single day or you know at least get to get to the gas station and stuff like that you'll notice that inflation continues to rise and the value of your dollar continues to go down and guess what The guy at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the president, he's stumping to spend even more of your money. Trillions more, whether you like it or not. So you're probably considering your financial alternatives right around now. And I don't blame you because if paper money becomes worthless, how do you protect your hard-earned savings? Well, one of the options to consider is a physical gold and silver. And we're talking about the people at Birch Gold Group. One of the options there birch gold they are the experts when it comes to precious metals they have an a-plus rating with the better business bureau and thousands upon thousands of satisfied customers so give them a look most importantly they'll give you options you can buy gold coins you can convert an existing ira to a gold ira you can even convert An eligible 401k account to a gold IRA. Here's how you get started. They've made it very simple. All you got to do is text America to 989898. And Birch Gold will send you a free information kit with no obligations whatsoever. Uh, They'll show you how to protect your gold and silver investments in a tax-sheltered accountant. We all like the sound of that, don't we? So get the facts. And get started today. You've got nothing to lose. Text the word America to 989898 to get your free information kit from Birch Gold. They made it super easy. Like I said, just text America to 989898 now and find out how owning gold and silver can help you protect your savings. Thank you, Birch Gold, and uh, you know you, you got to look out for yourselves. We got to look out for ourselves here in this country because we've seen from you know uh, the clips of the president, the vice president, uh, th- that doesn't seem to be a lot of a uh, lot lot going on upstairs.
2: You know what? I had a conversation with a friend when I mentioned you know I'd like to. Invest in gold and silver, precious metal, as a hedge against infl- you know, inflation. He's like, "Oh, you're stupid." In the last twenty years, it's up almost no percent compared to this, that, and the other thing. And, I'm, and I said, "Well, you're not factoring in inflation and, uh, and, the, and, the, and the purchasing power of the dollar." And he's like, "Oh," but more
3: importantly, <laughs> I, like, "Oh." More, more importantly, I don't even care. Like, I just <laughs> that wasn't Damon, was it?
2: No, it was okay. not. No, Damon knows his stuff. <laughs> It, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to explain to them, like, it's not even about that. It's about, it's the only currency that ever stood the test of time from the dawning of civilization. So if it held, that's a pretty good track record for me. So anybody who's not considering, if you have an extra 100 200 just keep it aside and buy some silver rounds. Buy some, if you can afford a, a gold round or even the gold dimes that are... They're just so effective. And by the way, uh, Damon, I don't know if you've been on that website yet. I have, and I've made some purchases. So smooth. Way better than Kitco, if anyone cares to know. is right. a huge one. They're way better. Way better. And
0: listen, next, uh, speaking of all this, next Wednesday is a, is a big day. Number one, you see them, all markets right now are, are spooked. Oh, yeah. And that's because next Wednesday is the big FOMC meeting with the Fed, and we're going we're gonna to get to know how hawkish – or dovish, they're going to be, are they going to live up to what they say and raise rates at least four, if not six times, are they going to raise them quicker than we think? Is is it possible they could raise them in January? Or is it possible they wait till after their taper is done, which I think is either March or April to finally raise rates? Do they raise once or twice and then say, okay, maybe the economy is not as good as we thought. We can't continue to raise rates into a weakening economy. There is a lot on the table markets are spooked all markets all risk assets right now are risk off you're seeing that Uh, people are panicked in the markets right now. Um, And next Wednesday is going to be a telltale sign of what's to come in the next quarter or two uh, for these markets for inflation. I've continued to say I think inflation will still be a story going into the midterms. I don't think they get it first of all the numbers they tell us I don't think are real I think they're probably double what they tell us. Just, just in rent and how they calculate that alone, we know is not accurate. So, but next Wednesday will tell a lot and we'll see what the markets are. So being in something like a gold, uh, you know, some would say something that's stationary right now that doesn't have a lot of volatility upwards or downwards right now is not a bad place to be. So, uh, but we'll see what happens next Wednesday with the FOM, FOMC meeting with the Fed. Uh, a couple of the things I want to get to before we get to the Ozmaker's Nest segment. Let's just finish up with this disaster of Kamala Harris going on NBCG. Let's go to cut seven because this was the follow up about Putin and Ukraine um, and, the, and the officials reacting to Biden's small incursion uh, comment. Roll that
6: the president said yesterday among other things that he thinks that putin probably will invade ukraine later he said he wasn't sure but he said he probably will go in is that for all intents and purposes acknowledging that this threat of severe sanctions that the administration has made is having no effect on putin that he's actually not deterred by it
7: well i am not going to psychoanalyze Uh, President Putin of Russia, but I will tell you this, it is clear to us that that the, the decision is probably in his hands and we are prepared to take appropriate action based on whatever he decides to do. The president also openly talked about
6: division within NATO countries and NATO allies about what to do in the event of a Russian incursion. How damaging is that when the the message that's being preached overseas at this moment by our Secretary of State and others is that NATO stands united?
7: I will tell you, and I think your audience knows, (laughs) Joe Biden has been working as the former head of, of foreign relations and as the former vice president and a senator in a role of leadership on foreign policy for years. One that's of the things not, he the values question. most is direct right. and consistent communication with our allies and partners around the world. And in the year that I have been here as vice president, I have witnessed him continuously engaged in direct and honest conversations with hey. our partners and allies. And this is no. <laughs> guys,
2: have, it's, the, it's the tenor it's, of our conversation, right? Does it not like does she not feel like she's sitting on a cactus? I mean, she seems so angry. And so uh, contemptuous and just so defensive and aggressive. I, I just don't even know. She's, as, she's so unlikable.
0: She's not only so unlikable, she's so ill-prepared and she's so ill mentally. Not, um, she's not serious enough of a person to even hold the office that she holds. It's so scary to think as yeah. much as he's a numbskull, God help us if something happened to this guy and we had her. She, I mean, she is just total incompetence. Yeah in the job, in answering questions, in basic policy, uh, her ability to describe basic policy. I mean, we we would, I mean, some people say we're screwed the way we are now. We would be so screwed if something happened to Pop Pop and we had to deal with her. I mean, I don't know what we would do. I, yeah. Honestly, I don't know what we would do. I mean, yeah. it would be just a total disaster. Uh,
2: the Secret Service okay. is like, how can we protect the president? He doesn't move so fast. <laughs> I got an idea. What is it? We put Kamala as the vice president? Nobody's gonna to want to we'll take him out. <laughs> <Just no way.
4: laughs> Scary.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, one more. One more issue she covered. Let's re- remind everybody. Cut nine G. Let's remind everybody what Biden said first. Roll that.
3: You were asked whether or not you believed that we would have free and fair elections in 2022 if some of these state legislatures reforms their voting protocols. This kid's you said voice is as he's asking the question. Uh, do you? do you think that they would <clears throat> in any way be illegitimate oh yeah i think it easy could be
4: be illegitimate imagine imagine stop if in fact first of all
0: first of all this guy's such a moron uh, even the way this question is phrased the the power for elections already lies with the state legislature the problem is that that's what we got away from in the 2020 election due to mark elias and all these other democrat lawyers so the question is not should not be phrased as if these state legislatures are doing something to take this power. It's already theirs. And that was the problem in the 2020 election. Yeah. That's what we got away from. That's what none of these people are ever questioned about. And here he is. Oh, yeah, I want to be illegit-. He doesn't even know what the guy's talking about. This no. is why later on in this press break, he goes, Oh, well, I'm a constitutionalist, you know. And they, who, who could have ever thought that the electors would be sent? And uh, the, the way that they were sent to Congress, I, I mean, it, it, he's he is so ill-prepared to even talk on these issues, he doesn't even understand that the power lays with the state legislatures the way it is. And that's what was violated. That's what we're trying to get back to. It's not like the state legislatures are doing something new.
1: Well, uh, they're doing something new for this cycle compared to, compared to what they did to the last one, because now the... Uh... The feds won't be allowed to, you know, control the count. It's it's about who counts the votes. Let's All right, so cut. So of... cut ten. I'm sorry, Paul.
2: Go ahead. No, no, no I was gonna say let's get to that out of the clip before we run out of time.
0: So cut ten. Here's a little bit of her response to that. Roll that, G.
6: Let's talk about another comment the president made. He openly cast doubt on whether the 2022 midterm elections would be legitimate. He said it all depends, um, which is astonishing to hear a president question whether our elections will be legitimate. We've heard it before, but not from this president. Is he really concerned that, that we may not have fair and free elections?
7: The president has been consistent on this issue and the issue at hand, the issue, I was there last night uh, in the chamber of the Senate, and the issue is that there are two bills, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act and the Freedom to Vote Act that have been the the solution that has been offered to address the fact that around our country, states have put in place laws that are purposely making it more difficult for the American people to vote. Laws which will be felt by at least 55 million Americans, regardless of their party affiliation, their race, their gender, or their geographic location. Well, to, to the point, though, because so those we bills were clear, debated. And it's, but it's, yeah,
6: the, the bills it's, were it's, debated it's, it's, and it's it's they didn't pass. If I may finish, if course, I may finish. But a specific question if you don't mind does he think now that these bills haven't been passed that the 22 midterms won't be legitimate or fair or free
7: yeah the Let's answer the question plate issues so what we are looking at and and the topic of so much debate last night was that we as America cannot afford to allow this blatant erosion of our democracy, and in particular, the right of all <laughs> Americans who are eligible to vote to have access to the ballot unfettered. That is the topic of Gee. the conversation, and let's.
0: <laughs> such a. That's just such a vicious lie. She's a vicious liar, and she knows it, and that's why she can't answer the question, and she refuses to answer. Alright, odds coming up.
2: Let's see what slick trick walk. Bring it out. Bring it out. Bring it out.
0: 6B on a Friday night well we've gone through a lot of the season and we are at 0-0 we went through wildcar weekend we are now at 0-0 Rick Amorati it's now time for the odds makers divisional round NFL playoffs two games Saturday two games Sunday at the end of it we'll know who goes to the conference championships next week and then we'll see who goes to the big game in February what do
3: you got Well, Big D, I'll be laying more chalk than an English professor writing his thesis out on a blackboard today. So let's get going here. (laughs) Cincinnati at Tennessee, Saturday, 4.30, CBS, be there or be square. That's appointment television, all these games this weekend. And I'm going to go... With the Titans, and it wasn't easy, Easy, but I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'm going to lay the three and a half. Derrick Henry's coming back. I'm looking forward to that. Ryan Tannehill enters this game on a roll like ham and eggs, and I'm going to go with him. Uh, he, he's posted seven touchdowns, no interceptions, and 125.3 passer rating in his last three starts. So let's go with the Tennessee Titans, Big D. Does it
0: concern he- you, that, um, you that you think Henry's going to be 100%?
3: No, I don't think he's going to be 100%, but you know what? 70% of their, of Henry for me is is there. He'll get you that fourth and one, he'll get you that goal line run. I think he'll be good even though he's got a metal plate in his right foot. I think Henry's going to be there. Hey, no discount to Joe Burrow. He's been fantastic and I got a lot of fans in Ohio, or I should say followers in Ohio that are going to be mad at me, but guys, I got to go with the dough. I'm going with I'm going with the Titans.
2: Very interesting matchup, right? Both teams' biggest strength goes right plays right into the other team's biggest weakness. Exactly. You know, the one team, you know, Tennessee's a great running team with or without uh, Henry and uh, since he just can't stop the running since he's so great at the deep threat and nobody gives up more deep balls in Tennessee pretty interesting when you look at this one uh, you know this is an interesting game I'm excited the matchups are great by the way
3: oh fantastic and and sticking with that Paul let's go to Green Bay Wisconsin we're talking 7 degrees by uh, kickoff tomorrow night Uh, we got the game at 815 on Fox hey you can't go against Aaron Rodgers and the Pack. I mean, that, that, that's one of the best franchises in NFL history, and I think they're going to continue to move. Oh, oh no. yes, you can. Uh, I'm laying five-and-a-half, The 49ers are going to be looking awfully cold in those white jerseys, just as the Los Angeles <laughs> Rams did five year. five-and-a-half, though, where are yep. you finding five-and-a-half?
2: Yeah, if you get five-and-a-half, let me know. I can't find that anywhere. Well, what do you got? <laughs> what, what spread you guys got? It, well, I'm seeing six-and-a-half. Six, I found a six. If that, so six go with six. 11. Six. I see six and a half now. This is moving. Yeah. Started at four. Did
3: well, we say we'll how lock, much Rick? We'll Rick's lock it in at six. These? Big? D. you go with that? That's six fair. Out, six is fair. Yeah. Okay, we'll lock it in at six. Did we say how much you're betting on these, Rick? We didn't get to that, B, uh, G. But I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're going to let it roll. I'll give it to you at the end, that number, though. (laughs) So I got Green Bay at six, right? Here we go. And, hey, let's go to Sunday's game. Sunday afternoon, the L.A. Rams go down to Tampa Bay to take on—
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. minute. I want to go back to Green Bay. You say you can't bet against Green Bay and Rodgers Why are they only six there, tough guy? Why is it under seven? Touchdown at home. Toughest place to play in the cold. Hottest quarterback. Possibly the MVP, if not Brady. Why is that line only six? Oh, is are hot.
3: They're on a roll. I think a lot of the odds makers like the Niners to come in and give it a good game and keep it inside a touchdown. But I don't see. It's gonna, think it's going to be much more than that. Uh, you know. But I, I Green Bay is tough at home. And the weather, it's going to be awfully cold. And the Niners, they're not a cold-weather team, let's be honest. Uh, they, do, they do have a great ground game. But what's going to happen is if good old Jimmy Garoppolo gets in trouble and he's got to throw from behind, they're done. They're done if he's that's throwing a, from that's behind. That's a good point. Yep. And uh, let's go to the Rams in Tampa. Uh, back to Tampa Bay there at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, NBC. Here, uh, anyway, I'm going with Brady. I can't bet against the guy. As much as I do like the Rams, I'm going with Tom Brady. I'm laying three. That's the spread I got, three, okay? Yep, that's, that's it, Big D. You that's got the, the Rams. Number. Love it. Maybe I have a suggestion
2: as a consultant. Maybe you should point. take them minus the money line and lay 145. <laughs>
3: Ball, 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 ball. <laughs> now you, you got Game Lane three. I, and, and last game, Big D. Buffalo at Kansas City. Kansas City barbecue is what I'm going for. Sunday at 6.30, also on CBS. I got the line. Only Kansas City by, <laughs> minus two. Is that what you're seeing, Big D? Two. 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 Dose. Okay, I'm going to take – I'm not betting against Pat Mahomes either. I'm, I'm going with Patrick, and I think they're going to win. Kelsey has been an incredible force in the playoffs. Travis Kelsey, that is the tight end. He's looking for his fifth postseason game in a row with 100-plus receiving yards. I have the Chiefs. I, I just don't see how they're going to go, be able to go into uh, uh, into Kansas City and beat them. Buffalo's a great team, and I know they're looking for a little revenge from last year, but I'm sorry, Diggs. I'm not digging it. I think that the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to prevail. All
0: right, hey, so before – um, before you give us the amounts, let me inform you now that you're okay. going to go, at best, two and two, most likely one and three.
2: Okay. Do so we know so what a you, side wager on that? What? Why is that?
0: Because the Rams are going to beat Tampa Bay outright. 49ers are going to definitely cover against Green Bay. And um, what's the last game? Bills in, are going to beat Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas City minus, minus two at home? That looks like the easiest money Vegas has ever put up on a board.
2: So you think they'll lure on the suckers in? Exactly.
3: Well, here I come. Hook, line, and sinker. All right. (laughs) Anyway, guys. (laughs) Hey, the only home team to lose a playoff so far in the playoffs for the wild card is who? My Dallas Cowboys, right? They did it at always troubled and terrible stadium, AT&T. And uh, let's go. We're going to roll. We're going. You know how many? Hey, Big D. Here it comes. 25 Grover Clevelands per game. 25 GCs per game. Are you up for that? (laughs) Can you roll it? I checked the bank. I'm looking at three and one. I'm up for anything. All right, let's go. We're going to go 100 GCs and uh, 25 Grover Cleveland's per. Even though they retired that bill in 69, I'm going with the Grover Cleveland's. So, stop that pressing. Thousand
2: on UFC. Yeah, seems don't like forget about the now. UFC fight.
3: Yeah, we, so we're at one hundred and one. We got the. Yeah, I got put a put that little bit with the rest. <laughs> I got <laughs> it. Paul's looking for side action. <laughs> yes. All right, I have,
2: we, a, I have a good sports story to follow you guys up ahead. if you want it. Uh, China has brought back the anal swab testing to screen the, uh, for COVID nineteen uh, amongst the spread of the. Omicron variant. Come on, man. So so, uh, at least 27 people underwent the controversial anal swab test at an apartment building in Beijing, where a 26-year-old woman had contracted Omicron. (laughs) I mean, this sounds like something. I mean, (laughs) does
3: this slick Rick's got 29 jokes spinning around his head? I tell you, talk about getting (laughs) getting into the ring. Forget it. Oh. Oh, no. No. Come on, man. No. Come on, man. Oh, come on, man. man. All right. So, what is this? agony of <laughs> Defleet <laughs> Enema? Oh, okay. All right. All right.
2: Let's, please. We do a real family show yeah. here. It's very yeah. serious. It's yeah. very serious.
1: Damon, anything, Damon's going to give us a stink eye if we continue. <laughs> <with>. oh, <laughs> what?
2: What did oh, I say? Man. <laughs> oh, man. <just>, oh, boy. See, <laughs> I have to set him up. You guys knock him down. I'll set him up. So, for the line? Oh, yeah. He, I, no, on. I'm going to leave. I'm. There's so many jokes in so little time, and I'm going to be the one who keeps decorum. And uh, I, uh, I just still don't think, I, I hate it that our kids are going over there and getting swabbed anally. It's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. And then if they get, if they get the variant that does nothing to a great athlete, they got to stay there for a month in quarantine. Yeah, I trust them by as far as I can throw them. I mean, it's crazy. They should just Let do me- their own, I, I'm, I don't know.
0: Let me give you something quick before we wrap. Uh, This is from out of Scotland, to be serious for one second. Scottish data today shows the COVID-19 age standardized case rate is the highest among the two-dose vaccinated and lowest among unvaccinated. It further shows this trend of negative efficacy for the double vaccinated persisting for hospitalizations and deaths. And he says something is extremely wrong here and together with other data points, it raises concerning questions about the negative effect of waning antibodies, consistent uh, boosting and the consequences of a leaky vaccine with narrow spectrum suboptimal antibodies against an ever evolving virus. Every Wednesday, the Public Health Scotland, the PHS has been publishing a weekly report on COVID data Um, and this week's again shows like I said, the standardized case rate is the highest among double vaccinated and lowest among unvaccinated. So, wow.
2: Well, I posted on my getter today the, um, the actual study from London, England, that proved that you were really going to hurt your immune system by being double vaxxed and, and, uh, and boosted. So that's a study worth reading. And uh, I'm over P-O-P-P-A-N-O-L-A-N a getter, American radio. I'm sorry. We got to go. Sorry. Right.
0: Active responders, EMTs, everybody on the front lines protecting them. Thanks for a great week, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks, guys, on the show. Thanks, G. Thanks, friend. Most of all, thanks to the live from Studio Six B We'll see Monday night. Scott Sharp from Seven Cells will join. We'll see you Monday night. Enjoy the weekend, everyone.